Illinois Fighting Illini cornerback Devin Witherspoon is a buccaneer on today's Mock Draft Monday, and so is Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker, but in different versions. Those and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Let's go. You are Locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the 10 Tampa Bay Plus app that you can find on your Roku device and Amazon Fire Stick. We thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Jarko, Deputy Editor of SB Nation's Bucks Nation com joined by my Mickey D's loving co-host David Harrison. You can find all of his work over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com, and of course, check out everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JArco underscore Bucks, and at D Harrison eighty two. Today's episode of Lockdown Bucks is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on your app store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, all one word, in the game. Guys, coaching matters. Just remember that. That's just going to be my hint for you. Coaching matters. Uh, a fan mocks not just one, but two new cornerbacks for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So bad news. Jamel Dean and Sean Murphy Bunsing are both apparently gone. Mm. And Locked On comes in hard on mock drafts today. But first, it's our turn. James, you said it was my turn. It's our turn. We're going to have a little fun here on Mock Draft Monday. Shout out to Skip Bayless. This is a Locked On Bucks two-round mock draft. But we're dropping two two-round mock drafts. I know two-round mock drafts are kind of weird, right? We're looking at draft duos here. And we're going to do things a little bit different. Each of us is going to make our own first-round pick. Or first overall pick, potentially. May not be a first round pick. We'll see. But then the other host is going to make the second pick. So I'm going to make my first pick. I'm going to choose who I want from the players available. James is going to shower me with praise and tell me why that was the perfect pick to make. And then we'll continue the mock draft. And then uh, James will pick the perfect partner to go with my first pick. And then we'll flip it up. Uh, the, the tables will have turned. And I will... Uh, Tell James why his pick was wrong, and I will, you will all watch me as I educate Mr. Yarko. For today's exercise, we're using the Pro Football Network Mock Draft Simulator. We used the PFF uh, Mock Draft Simulator a few times, so we're going to switch it up. We're going to go to and see who is available when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come up to pick 19, because James, I'm not trading back. I'm just or trading up, rather. I'm not trading up. I will entertain some offers to trade back, though. So here we have three offers at PFN has uh, cultivated for me. The Lions are offering me pick number 48, so I dropped down to the second round, but they're throwing in a 2024 first. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if I think the, the that, that could be a fairly high pick. And then Minnesota's third next year. Let's see what else we got. We got Baltimore offering number 22, so drop down three spots. I net a fourth, but that's a next year fourth, so get out of your Harbaugh. Go, go sell your craziness somewhere else. Uh, pick 107, we're not doing that. So really the only one, the Lions of 48, the first round pick is attractive, but you know what? We're just going to, we're going to say no to all these guys. So we're going to pick at number 19. That's what we're going to do. But looking at the options here, 
Bijan Robinson, I'm not a running back fan in the first round. Sorry, I don't know that anybody will ever convince me of that, but uh, it just kind of is what it is. Uh, Devin Witherspoon, definitely an attractive option. I know James Jarko. That's my James Jarko easy button. I draft Devin Witherspoon, and James Jarko is going to give me an A-plus on this pick. Keely Ringo, certainly uh, uh, an attractive guy. Michael Mayer is actually very attractive. Mm -hmm. You know what? I like what we have at tight end with the youth. I'm going Devin Witherspoon here. I'm going with physical corner out of Illinois. The fighting Illini going to come fight for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Immediately, I've won this episode because James Jarko <laughs> likes it. So, James, uh, I got Devin Witherspoon. We got a new corner, um, potentially Jamel Dean back. That's who I would sign out of the two if I had the option. Um, we've got young Zion McCollum still in the wings, developing a lot of raw tools. I know it wasn't a great rookie season, but here we go. Pick number uh, 50 is back up. You've got some options to make here, sir. You've got pick 50, you pick 155, package those together. The Cleveland Browns will give you 98, 111, and a second rounder next year. No, got another trade offer from uh, the, the great state of Ohio. Apparently, you're all just teaming up here. Drop down 10 picks, stay in the second round, uh, but uh, also net yourself the 92nd overall pick. So turn one top 100 pick into two more top 100 picks. Give the Buccaneers three top 100 picks here. What, what uh, either I of these trades enticed you? I'm really intrigued by this Bengals pick because I'm looking at who's available on the board and nobody's mm -hmm. like, I have to have this guy right here, right now. This is a, a for sure choice. I think we take the Bengals pick. So are we locking that in? Yeah, let's lock it in. Let's trade picks 50 and 155 to the Cincinnati Bengals for picks 60 and 92. All right. So we've got a trade here, but pick 60. I mean, Siaki Ika was there at pick 50. He's still mm -hmm. there. At pick 60. The Bengals, by the way, took Derek Hall, the edge rusher out of Auburn. Uh, Cody Mock, who was the guy that I had my eye on, to be honest with you, pick number 51. Um, that's that's uh that's who I would have gone with. He's gone. So what what do you think about how the board fell and who do you uh who who are you gonna who are you gonna take here for honestly? The guy that I kind of had my eye on at 50 was Jalen Duncan, but okay. I do like Ika here. Uh I think the the value is just so high but at the same time we're, we're looking at donovan smith potentially being a cap casualty they need the help along the offensive line this is a this is a tough choice but i think yeah. i'm gonna have to go with siaki ika out of okay so we're out of baylor and uh really fortify that defensive line give vita some help man yeah so we're gonna go with another big guy up front so we've got devin witherspoon at 19 and siaki ika uh, from Baylor at pick number 60. Obviously very defensive heavy, right? I don't know if, if Coach Canales is going to appreciate that very much, but <laughs> he's got himself a defense. And look, I mean, part part of offense, part of, of taking pressure off the offense is a good defense if they can keep uh, these guys with with some low scoring points, um, the opponents with low scoring points. I think I think you end up with a, a nice group there. And of course, we, we netted some picks uh, as well that still have to be determined. So I think that's a solid duo. You help the back end of your defense, i.e. the secondary. You help the front end of your defense with a little bit more girth. I don't know if Ika immediately does the whole defensive front pass rush ability that Todd Bowles wants, but it certainly gives you two really stout guys to eat up blocks. And I mean, Shaquille Barrett, you put him behind those those two, uh, Joe Tryon and Shoinka, and they're bound to get some sacks. So you kind of improve your pass rush through that. So so yeah, I, I think that uh I think James will got a decent duo there. We're going to start a new one here now. We're going to switch roles. Three offers again, the All Eagles right. want to trade. I don't know if I want to drop 11 spots in this situation. Mm -hmm. We got the Jags offering 24 and 56 for 19 and 155, so only dropping back five spots. And then we got this the Seahawks want to move up one spot 
and they are offering picks 20 and 52 for picks 19 and 82. Yeah, I think we take the Seahawks offer. We're I will risk Seahawks pick. I will risk dropping back one spot and uh picking up almost a a, a top 50 pick in return. Uh yeah, let's let's do that. Let's see who the Seahawks are jumping up one spot. They heard there was a lot of negotiations going see? on. They just had to have them some Brian Branch. Yeah. Apparently. Nailed it. And now we can still get Peter Skaronsky, the offensive tackle from Northwestern. Uh, right. I love that. Oh, Thank you. For I clicked topic. it, so hopefully you're locking in on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, yeah, you have your potential Donovan Smith replacement. It's a beautiful thing. We're going to pick at number 50. Tight end Luke Musgrave is very interesting. But, again, I like Kate Otten. I think the Buccaneers like Kate Otten a lot. Cody Mock's my guy, man. Cody <laughs> Mock is my guy. But you, you handcuffed me here. I can't, I can't go with another tackle james everybody knows i love me some hendon hooker i knows i'm big on hendon hooker but i'm big on hendon hooker in the third round so i'm looking at Derek hall i'm looking at noah sewell so i'm gonna go with noah sewell who i know that you are a pretty big fan of so luke musgrave goes to the miami dolphins you know what i'm going hendon hooker here i'm playing with house money i'm going hendon hooker here you know you know what i mean we got we got three top 55 picks i've got a linebacker assuming lamonte david's probably gone peter skaronsky uh, I'm going Hendon Hooker. That's 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 where I'm going. So you don't have a draft duo, James. You have a draft trio. See, and that's what I I was really hoping you'd do because it was like we just got a free, a free second round pick. Hendon Hooker is not going to last to the Bucks third round pick. He just won't. Somebody is going to take the shot on him. Getting that free pick by dropping back one spot. That's where you take Hendon Hooker. And what an incredible quarterback he could turn into. I'm not going to say that he will be but he could turn into for the Buccaneers. That's a steal, man. Coming up next, we're not done with Mock Draft Monday. We've got more Mock Drafts locked on's own experts coming through with some Mock Draft projections. We'll talk about those, and we'll give you our reactions to what they say may very well happen in the NFL Draft this April. Coming up next on Locked on Bucks. And today's episode of Locked on Bucks is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard us talk about this mobile game app. And uh, unfortunately, again, Chris Carter, Locked on Steelers, cheated and he won the championship. But if you've ever dreamt of being an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise, then your dream can now come true thanks to this game. You'll manage every strategic aspect of your team. You'll play through seasons and lead your team to glory, hopefully trying to build a dynasty. Again, coaching matters. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, training players. Uh, you can rename your left tackle, Don Smith, draft his replacement if you really want to, uh, release him, resign him, trade him, whatever you want to do. Steer your franchise through free agency and the draft, plus so much more. Ultimate Football GM is completely free, and the best part is it's playable offline. Literally, anytime and anywhere you want football, you can have it in the palm of your hand. Plus, we've created a locked-on league for you competing against locked-on fans all over the world. Can you be the ultimate locked-on football GM choose the locked on league in the app to join and locked on bucks listeners. You get a 100% free boost to your franchise. When you use the promo code locked on all caps in the game store. Again, that's locked on all caps in the game store. So make sure you check it out today to download it. Just go to ultimate dash GM.com or look it up in your app store. That's ultimate dash GM.com ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, everybody, thanks again for being the Locked On Bucks podcast. First listener, first view every single day here at Locked On Bucks. We got you an advanced copy of Keith Sanchez's latest mock draft going up soon on the Draft Network. Depending on what time you're watching this or listening to this, it could already be up. It may be coming up soon. 
Uh, but either way, we've got it here in our hands early. So we're going to take a little bit of a preview look at what Sanchez has going on. Again, Keith Sanchez, one of our new hosts here on the network of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. So make sure you're also subscribed to that wherever you're subscribed to Locked On Bucks. And James, no trade here at number 19, Keith Sanchez of the Draft Network, edge rusher. Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to team up with Shaquille Barrett, Vita Vea, maybe Will Golston, probably not Akeem Hicks, Joe Tryon, Shoinka, try to get a better, uh, better rush going from that front group. Logan Hall, of all the disrespectful things I could do for getting about him. What do you think about Lucas Van Ness joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I, I don't hate this pick by any stretch of the imagination. But at the same time, I'm not like, oh, I really love this pick. Like, it doesn't get me like super excited or, or jacked up or, um, but I think he'll be a solid pro player. I, I think he would fit really well in the Todd Bowles scheme. I think he would fit really well with the front seven of the Buccaneers defense. But, you know, it's, it's not the guy like a, a Devin Witherspoon would be because of the, the playmaking ability or, you know, the excitement that you would get from a Hendon Hooker if, if he was the draft pick on day two. It's, it's kind of a, okay, and then you, you move on. But then later, once he's on the field and, and he starts making plays, that gets you more excited. But um, I've, I've seen far worse uh, mocked to the Bucks in the, in the first round. Uh, yeah from from other outlets so i i don't hate it look pr production matters right in the in the evaluation process production matters especially when you're producing against top shelf talent my concern about lucas van ness is that this is a over valuation of the production so two years he played in iowa three years he spent uh, in iowa redshirt sophomore career backup didn't start a single game for the iowa hawkeyes that immediately is a little bit of a red flag to me, I mean, uh, apparently I'm the only one because Todd McShay also drafted or mocked uh, Lucas Van Ness to the Buccaneers. I uh, picked number 19 recently as well. Maybe I'm missing something on him. That That's quite possible. Um, projects as a 3-4 defensive end, so he'd be playing next to Vita Vea down on the line, but can also shift inside, play the A-B gaps uh, like he did in, in Iowa, it, it looks like. Uh, his nickname on, on the team there in, in Iowa is Hercules, so that's a good thing. Uh, eight and a half sacks in his first season, so redshirt freshman season, second year. On campus, 10 and a half sacks this last year declared for the NFL draft. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I get a little bit worried and maybe I'm putting too much emphasis on the fact that he didn't start with Iowa and I shouldn't be. I look at that eight and a half sacks. I look at the 10 and a half sacks, fewer games in the college game, usually more mobile, faster offenses. So it's harder a little bit to get to the, to the quarterback. But I almost wonder if it's a little too scheme heavy and basically Iowa had better players on the field. They mix him in with those better players and they get him. Uh, some some opportunities. I don't know, and and you know, it's 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 an interesting thing. But then with you, at best, it's kind of like okay, let's see what Todd can do with them. Let's see if this works out. But at worst, I'm like, I, I don't know if if uh, you know, again, if if you're not the best player on your own defense uh, or on your own defensive line, why would uh, I want to use a first round pick? Like maybe just trade trade that pick to Cleveland. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I hear I hear they really they really want it. So that's kind of my take. So I, I think we're both kind of lukewarm on it. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is two now draft experts, right? Keith Sanchez spends his entire season looking at NFL draft prospects. Todd McShay spends his entire season. So maybe that's just a lack of recency bias from, from us uh, coming from that. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I would agree that not starting is a little bit of a red flag, but I, I will say I don't know enough about how the Iowa Hawkeyes run their team to know what kind of rotation they use, if there's a method to that madness. 
Um, so it's it's a red flag, but it's one that I think could be looked into a little bit more. It's uh, a 12-6 curve rotation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Notable players still available uh, that Sanchez did not draft to the Bucs. Of course, David's favorite player, quarterback Anthony Richardson out of Florida. He went to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, tight end Luke Musgrave from Oregon State went to the Chargers. Offensive lineman John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota, stays in Minnesota, goes to the Vikings. Caillou Blue Kelly from Stanford goes to the Giants. Keely Ringo out of Georgia goes to the Cowboys. Safety Brian Branch from Bama. Bama's Brian Branch goes to the Bills. And then uh, offensive tackle Anton Harrison from Oklahoma goes to the Chefs. So, David, uh, those notable players, would you have picked any of them over Lucas Van Ness at 19? Uh, I got to say this, this. So this is the first time I have seen Caillou Blue Kelly mocked in the first round. Yeah. Every time I see Caillou Blue Kelly go to the second round, go to the third round, I'm thinking like, dude, this is this guy is such a steal mm-hmm. for somebody. I am all about Caillou Blue Kelly working his way up to becoming a first round pick in the NFL draft this year. I'm not going as far to say I guarantee it would happen. Keely Ringo's kind of the guy who's been there, right? He's he's got the staying power. So I think if I had to, I would go Keely Ringo uh, out of this list over uh, Van Ness. And, and again, it's it's not not necessarily a ding on Van Ness, but Keely Ringo has been doing it at a higher level. He's been doing it more, and he's been doing it. He's been the best guy on his best corner on his team. Um, I have it on. I have a very good feeling that Anthony Richardson is not going to be a Buccaneer. So I don't think anybody has to worry about that. If you're worried about it, if you're who, if you're rooting for it, uh, I got bad news for you. Anthony Richardson probably not going to be a Buccaneer. Um, but yeah, I think I would go Keely Ringo to be quite honest. We had 19 over Van Ness and any of these other guys. Yeah, I had the same reaction to to Kelly, where it was like I keep seeing him in the second round. I don't know if if I would have wanted him there at 19, especially with Keely Ringo sitting there. Ringo is the guy that I probably would have gone with, or uh brian branch depending on what happens with mike edwards uh i i wouldn't mind brian branch coming in of course the bucks and alabama safeties don't have the greatest of history but yeah i'm i'm with you i think if i was looking at this draft board keely ringo would have been my selection for uh for the buccaneers so in this in this mock lucas van ness is the pick for the buccaneers David, who would you target on day two uh, if Van Ness is the first round pick? Well, I don't know about a person specifically, but I think I go offensive line. I mean, I think this team needs some offensive line help. So if you don't get offensive line help in the first round, I would like to see them target that in the second round. Now, again, even looking at our own mock draft, you're not always going to find that you don't want to just draft a guy to draft a guy, right? There's got to be a fit there. There's got to be a projection there. But if possible, I would like to see them go. Uh, offensive line on on day two and then maybe come back and get a third round running back i really like the idea of another third round running back joining rashad white and really kind of being able to tear things up there we'll 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 talk more about that here in a little bit yeah and i'm i'm with you i'm looking at at offensive line for sure uh if you go defense in round one I'd, i'd like to look at offensive line in round two which i had the opportunity to do with with your defensive first round pick and i ended up going defense as well but we are going to take a look at two more mock drafts coming up as one of our listeners likes to troll me and wants to see me squirm in my seat that is coming up next here on locked on bucks things up here on a mock draft monday edition of locked on bucks podcast we have two more mock drafts to look at with 
Bucks fan and Locked On Bucks listener Brandon sending one into the email inbox. But first, we are going to check out Matt Williamson of Peacock and Williamson. He has something for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his latest mock draft. At 19, the Bucks choose cornerback Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Williamson says, quote, guessing what life is in Tampa post Tom Brady isn't easy to do, but Todd Bowles scheme leaves his cornerbacks on islands more than most. This is a position the Bucks are always looking for. So, David, your thoughts on Joey Porter Jr. going to the Buccaneers. This is a guy that we've seen mocked quite heavily in the first round, but it doesn't seem like he ever makes it down to 19 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you think? Yeah, that's the thing. He's usually gone before pick number 19. That's why you don't see him a lot to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like Joey Porter. I like his physicality. I like the way that he plays. And I, I do. I think he fits very well with what Todd Bowles wants to do. He does have a little bit of suspect, you know, in him if he's got to kind of sit back in his own and and read and react and, and be, you know, and all that stuff. But if he's able to play a physical brand of coverage, that's where he, I mean, it's almost like Carlton Davis, honestly. You can almost kind of put a Carlton Davis type guy on either side of the field. So I like Joey Porter Jr., uh, depending on how the board the board falls, and look, uh, you guys know I also cover the Commanders. There's a, there's a few Penn State guys in the Commanders locker room, uh, and to a man, they all say that Joey Porter is going to be that guy in the National Football League. And yes, there could be some Penn State bias, but they really have nothing served. Like I'm not going to draft anybody, so telling me or telling us that <laughs> doesn't really help them. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, Joey Porter Jr. I'd be happy with that pick if that's if that's what ends up happening. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely good with it. That is a big physical dude. He's like 6'2", 6'3", like right in there. Um he's he would cause some problems for opposing offenses if if he slipped to the Bucks, I think that's a slam dunk pick. Yeah. Uh now let's let's flip it over to Brandon's uh Locked On Bucks listener. Brandon submitted a mock draft four rounds where he traded number 19 and a 2024 first-round pick to the Detroit Lions for number six mm -hmm. and drafted Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud because Brandon obviously uh, likes David more than me. Um, <laughs> I get it. You want to ensure that you have your quarterback of the future. Something that the Buccaneers have never done is drafted a franchise quarterback. I don't yeah. think C.J. Stroud is that dude. A lot of people do, but a yeah. lot of people thought that Justin Fields was going to be a franchise quarterback. A lot of people look, seem to think look. Will Levis is Calm going to down. be a franchise quarterback. Uh, I am not in either camp. Uh, if the Buccaneers did this, I would hope for all of our viewers, for all of our listeners, for your and my sanity, David, that I was wrong, but I would not give up that much and it would probably take more but i would not give up that much draft capital for cj stroud i wouldn't do it look if you don't if you don't have faith in kyle trask i can see why you make this trade i can see why you go out there you make a move to trade up and get your guy get a quarterback um and, and to be quite honest i mean you you kind of mentioned it there but going from 19 to 6 to get a quarterback for just two first round draft picks that, that that's actually that's actually a really good deal yeah um if you know again this is pff that brandon used so that apparently they approved the trade and, and that is what it is um i imagine the, the lions would probably want more as well in fact i imagine the lions would actually probably take a trade with somebody closer than 19 like 15 16 somewhere in that ballpark range depending on the teams uh that are that are interested uh and they, they wouldn't want to move that far back but look 
CJ Stroud, I mean, he showed a lot of good things at Ohio State. Ohio State's offensive scheme is very limited to a certain extent in what it showcases with his wide receivers and quarterbacks uh, specifically. And then he showed a little bit more athleticism than a lot of people knew that he had in the uh, in the playoff loss there yeah. at the end of the college football season. So, you know, the, the combine's right around the corner. That's really where quarterbacks start to kind of build the hype machine uh, a little bit. So we'll see what CJ Stroud does there. And then again, at his pro day, if he chooses to work out. Uh, at his pro day but if you yeah like i said if you don't if you don't have faith in kyle trask then i have no problem going and getting your quarterback which i assume is what brandon uh did here and then in the second and round well, i will say real quick if if you, you were going to make Ohio State power, if you were going to make me power rank the four you know alleged first round quarterbacks that that we have in this one, the Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis and and Anthony Richardson. I'll put CJ yeah. Stroud second behind yeah. Bryce Young, but yeah. I don't want any of them. But that's right. just me personally. So yeah, I hear you. In the second round, Keely Ringo makes it to the second round. Not only makes it to the second round, makes it to pick Fitty. Yeah, which I'm, is amazing okay. to me. Um home run. And and uh yeah, so I mean one of our first round targets goes uh second round, James. What do you think about Keely Ringo? Uh I'm doing cartwheels and backflips and probably hurting myself because I'm an old man. But yeah, like the the rest of Brandon's mock, in my opinion, is incredible because you get Keely Ringo at 50 in the third round at pick 82. You're getting running back Tank Bigsby out of Auburn, who is probably your Leonard Fournette replacement. And, and David, I know you like him uh, as a as a compliment to Rashad White. And I think that right there is another home run pick. Yeah, we're saying Bigsby in the third round. You know, look, he's not my favorite running back in this class, but I mean, I, you can't argue with that value. And then, yeah, what he pair, how he pairs with Rashad White. Tank is, you know, a little bit suspect in the passing game and all that stuff. Uh, but you know, he's a, he's a big dude and and probably put on some NFL muscle as well. Could certainly be a compliment to Rashad White. And and again, I'm I'm a big advocate of drafting running backs every year, just because unless they're Derrick Henry, you don't want to sign any of them to a second contract. Ask the Cowboys and their buyers' remorse with Ezekiel Elliott. Round four, we get. Uh, the, we get the, the legacy, Caillou Blue Kelly, Stanford. Um, again, Keith Sanchez doesn't think he'll be here in the fourth round. I don't think he'll be in there for here in the fourth round. But you know what, guys? If PFF gives you Caillou Blue Kelly in the fourth round, you better take him. Even though they they give him in the fourth round, they give him a C plus grade. PFF, uh, and and I'm just gonna say it. Trevor Sycamore must hate him. <laughs> some Caillou Blue Kelly, even though I'm sure Trevor Sycamore is not solely responsible for these rankings or this board. But yeah, Caillou Blue Kelly in the fourth. Um, look, two corners, Keely Ringo. Kyle Blue Kelly, you get a running back uh, in Tank Bigsby. You get your your next franchise quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Uh, no help on the offensive or defensive line in these first four rounds. That I don't like. But in a vacuum, I do like the players that you got. And again, this obviously states that you don't like Kyle Trask um, very much. And uh, there's 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 a little bit of that going around. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, this draft as a whole, my my personal feelings of C.J. Stroud aside, if the Bucks came away with this kind of haul where they get two legitimate starting corners, a complimentary running back, and a quarterback in the first 121 picks, that's a home run. So, Brandon, I think you did a great job. Um, and please, all of you, continue to send in those mock drafts because all of these mock drafts that you guys send us, they get featured on the show. You guys are entered in for one of our draft giveaways. And of course, you can submit those over at locked on bucks podcast to gmail.com, or you can slide into the DMs at locked on bucks on Twitter and post them in there. We will continue to choose mock drafts to feature on the show to talk about. And um, 
yeah, you'll be entered in for uh, for some pretty cool prizes. We want to thank you all once again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day. Make sure you are checking out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Check out David's work over at BucksGameDay.com. And of course, follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.